This morning's reading is from Genesis 9, verses 8 through 15. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living thing that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I established my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you. For all future generations, I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Oh, we're back in Noah's day. Um, let's leave that last, that last verse up, that last 15. I will remember my covenant. Read that with me. I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. Water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. I, I kind of feel like we're like in a library this morning. Everybody's so well behaved, so quiet. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Oh, wait. Michael, you got to help me out here. Hallelujah. We need, we need a little background music right now. Yeah, that'll do then. Remember my covenant. Oh, we're dealing with Noah. Noah. Thank you, Lord. Help us to fit. Oh, this is not going to help me right now. It keeps falling off my head. So, we're in Noah, and, and you may be wondering, what are, we, what are we doing talking about Noah? You see, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah... So, it shall be on the days of the coming of the Son of Man. You see, it's important for us to understand that we are the generation closest to the coming of the Son of Man. And if that be so, and it is, it would behoove us, is that good? Behoove is that the right word? It would behoove us to understand what happened in the days of Noah so that we can be prepared for what this generation is walking into. It makes sense? You know, Jesus is saying at the end, it's going to be as it was in the beginning. In order to understand the end of a thing, you have to understand the beginning of a thing. 
And no, I'm not really going to speak about how people were violent back then and they were doing all kinds of wicked things and God looked at the earth and he only saw one man who was right. Well, I guess I am explaining that. Anyway, but I'll just make that part quickly. He saw one man who was righteous and his name was Noah. Noah means rest. Noah means rest in Hebrew. So Noah comes up and he builds a big ark. You remember the story? And none of that I'm going to talk about because it's something the Spirit of God wants us to understand this morning having to do with as it was in the days of Noah. No, not what happened before. No, not that the heavens broke and the earth broke and the waters from above and the waters from below crashed together. And that's not what we're going to talk about this morning. You see, there's something that the Spirit of God wants us to focus on this morning, and it isn't the destruction of the world. It's what happened when the storms ended and the ark finally rested on the land and, and the door opened up and, and the animals came out and everyone could breathe that that. that that fragrance of what happens when the earth is filled with water. You know what that, you know, some of us have issues with that. When I was a little kid and it would rain, I had to go outside and eat mud. I don't know if I'm the only one. Did you do that, Michael? Mm -mm. All right, all right. You know what I'm saying? I, am I the only one over this guy? I was craving. I had to eat mud. I had that craving. That's what they were smelling. And as they were smelling that, that earth and everything was still upturned, and there wasn't really any green grass or anything, but all the animals come out of the ark and they're all sitting there looking around. And then all of a sudden, someone tapped Noah on his side and says, look up, look up. And right above them all was something they had never, ever seen before. They saw a rainbow. Now, this is amazing. I can imagine Noah looking up and saying, oh, my God, 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 what does it mean? What does it mean? Double rainbow. What does it mean? What does it mean? So you hear the people laughing. They got way too much time on their hands. They watch too many YouTube videos. What does it mean? It's beginning to look like a... <laughs> Help me out. It's beginning to look like a triple rainbow. What does it mean? You see, because they saw it. But they didn't understand what it meant. It was beautiful. It was incredible. But they did not understand what it meant. And here we are thousands of years later, and we see rainbows still this day. And to tell you the truth, we are in a time and in a generation where we forgot what it means. God is saying it's time to go back and understand the meaning because you cannot understand the days of Noah and the days of the coming of the Son of Man unless you make the connection. And we all see the rainbow and it means something unique to each and every one of us. 
Oftentimes, the first thing you do is you take out your phone, you want to take a picture and send it to somebody as if they've never seen rainbow. Look at it's a rainbow! For some strange reason, it always looks better in person than when you send a picture to somebody else. It's like, but it's much more beautiful, it's beautiful, and then it's kind of like faded in the picture. You know, you know what I'm talking about? But it means something to many people. I'm telling you, it's unique in the sense that some people literally eat breakfast thinking about a rainbow. Oh, come on, somebody. Frost and Lucky Charms. They're... Rainbow. Rainbow. It means breakfast to somebody. (laughs) A sugary breakfast. (laughs) Somewhere over the rainbow. Come on, somebody. Somewhere over... What what does it go? You're going to start it... Come on. Bluebirds fly. Bluebirds fly. There's a land that I heard of. Once in the lullaby. <laughs> a rainbow, somewhere over the rainbow. Magically delicious. So beautiful. Some people march down streets with rainbow flags. I used to think he was like a Noahite religion, so I joined him. You know, I said, Yay, Noah, a righteous man. Hallelujah. Everyone was loving, kissing, and hugging one another. It's a beautiful thing. The rainbow means beautiful things for different people, and all of it is beautiful. (laughs) I can see a rainbow. Oh my gosh, we're never going to get there. It, some, some people, now this is really, this is really, some people are still wondering. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the meanest thing you could ever say to somebody. There is a pot of, at the end of? The rainbow. Okay, th- that is like telling someone in a round room to go pee in the corner. That is so mean. That is so, don't ever tell someone there is a pot of gold. You know why? I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is. I just, all I know is that it is impossible to find the end of a rainbow. Note for self. Now, there might be a pot there. I just have no idea how to get there. You see? Because the rainbow you're seeing is not a physical thing in the sky. It's a prism of light. It's light identified. It's light broken into fragments that we may see that when God, the first thing God said, let there be light, God is saying, you see light, but you don't understand. There's more to light. If I, if I dissect it, you can see my rainbow, my seven colors, the perfection in this rainbow I have. You need to understand the mystery of it. And, and it's not a physical thing. You're seeing it, but it's not really there. So the more you try to go find the end of it, it just keeps moving. As a matter of fact, you might be amazed to know that if every single one of us was looking at a rainbow right now, none of us would be seeing the same rainbow because the rainbow is only the prism as it shifts to your way, where you're looking from. Your position is what you're seeing. Everyone is seeing a completely different rainbow. Now we're still trying to figure out what does it mean? What does it mean? What does a rainbow mean? 
And it's amazing because in the last verse, 15, verse 15 where we were, God begins to reveal to us why he placed a rainbow in the sky. He says, I will remember. Who will remember? I. Who's I? God. I will remember my covenant that is between me and you. Who's talking? God. I will remember a few things we need to understand about the one speaking. Apparently, God has a memory problem. You ever put signs around the house, put a little thing around your finger? You do a little something, you put a little sign somewhere so that you can remember? Why do you do that? Because you have memory problems. How many of you knew that God has a memory problem? Oh, you didn't know that? You, 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 you don't know that God said, I will take your sins and cast them into the sea? And I will remember, remember them. them no more. God takes our sins, places them in the bottom of the ocean, which is a place that no human and no machine can even go to. He promised, I will place your sin at the bottom of the sea, and I will remember your sin no more. We serve a God who has a memory problem. Thank God. Oh, Lord Jesus, is it just me? You know, you know that when you ask the Lord to forgive you and then you screw up again and you go back to him again, Lord, I done did it again. The first thing he says, you did what again? Because he has no ability to remember what he himself says. I have placed it at the bottom of the sea and I remember it no more. Oh my God. The colors, light identified. The colors to remind God that never again is he going to destroy humanity with this flood. But there's more. <laughs> Noah had never seen the colors of the rainbow. But there is something he had seen before because his people knew how to hunt. He knew how to hunt. And in Hebrew, when it says, and God placed a bow in the heavens, it's literally the word for a bow. For a hunting instrument. The amazing thing is, is that when you're hunting something, and I was going to aim this at everybody to really get you to focus, but I reckon that that <laughs> might not be a good ideal. So I'm going to go turn in this direction. I want you to understand that when you take a bow, now back then they didn't have like a fancy compound bow, but you understand, it's just an arch, it's just a bow. And you know that the, 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 the part that the bow is, is bowed, towards is what you're hunting. You understand what I'm saying? Like this side of the bow is safe. This side of the bow 
is unsafe. Are you following me? So Noah had seen this. And he never saw the colors, but he knew what a bow is. And suddenly the promise of God, the promise of God was literally, I will place the bow in the heavens and the bow is directed this way. God was saying, don't you understand? Never again will I destroy the earth. And when a time comes that death needs to come because of humanity's wickedness, it's not humanity who's going to get hit. It's heaven who's going to be struck and pierced for the sins of the world. God was saying, every time it rains, I see that rainbow. I see that a piercing is coming into the heavens. And it is not you. You are now safe. You are now safe. You are now safe. For a piercing is coming into the heavens. No longer this earth. We may think we understand the rainbow, but let me tell you something. The only thing God understands about the rainbow is the spectrum of light pointing to the fact that he's the one who's going to be pierced for our transgressions. God is trying to get us to have our understanding raised up to his, not try to figure it out on our own, but to say, Father, what does it mean to you? Because if I understand what this means to you, then I'll understand why I walk in victory. For the scripture says, by his stripes we are healed. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was wounded, wounded for our faults, for our mistakes. Our Father is in the process of lifting up our understanding to the ways of heaven. We are a nation at this very moment in our separated, divided by color. Red and yellow, black and white. <laughs> Jesus loves a little trading and the wind. <laughs> no, no, that's not what we're talking about. I need some more music. Say it another way, Rabbi Peter, if you insist. If you insist. All the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Little, little children of the world. Mm -hmm. Call it all around. The candy man can. Oh Lord Jesus, help us. Praise the Lord. Don't you get mad at me. I did not call you here this morning. The Holy Spirit then brought you behind here, so don't get mad at me. I'm just going to be what the Father designed me to be, and I'll be praying for y'all. All right, praise the Lord. We are a nation divided.
Bakala. And as long as our understanding is in this base earthly level, this is all we see. We can't understand anything other than this. This morning, God wants to elevate our understanding of color to his mind, not our earthly understanding. For when God looks at this nation, he does not see blue or red. We see ourselves this way. We see We see ourselves this way. We see ourselves separate. God says, listen, that's how you see yourself. But I don't see you that way at all. I don't see you that way. You're all in a big old pot getting stirred up in a big old pot. I didn't try this before. I hope, I hope it works. Oh, Lord Jesus. Come on, Michael. Play something anointed. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, Michael. Do something. Don't leave me here by myself. Glory. Yes. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> the hills are alive. <laughs> the hills are alive. With the sound of music. God is saying you are stuck in this earthly level, seeing differences with (laughs) blue and red, but in me. And it is royalty. The color purple. Royalty. You are stuck in this low level, not understanding how I see you. So... The bow was placed in the heavens so that he who was in the heavens would come down Mm. and unite you back to the heavens. He came down to the lowest parts of the earth to connect you back to the heavens. When your perception is changed, you're going to understand. In me, in me, in me, says the Lord, I have made all things new. In me, says the Lord, I unite the lowest parts of the earth with the heavens above. And knowing that in your state, You could not bring yourself to heaven. I taught you to pray your kingdom. Come, your will be done done on earth as it is in heaven. So rejoice, be full of joy. For what appears to be a division in a nation It's simply God saying, now do you need me? (laughs) Because I'm able to come and make you one in me. Children of a king, children of royalty. And all of God's children said, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah.